Another episode of Mentors Mentality. I am Sabado Shongwane, otherwise known as Coach Sabza. All right, um, today's topic, um, I would like to talk about strengths and weaknesses. And as always, um, I'm going to make some soccer examples, experiences I've had in soccer, relate those to life situations and how um, the sport taught me something that benefited me in life, right? And so um, on that note, uh, strengths and weaknesses, uh, what can I say? For me, I usually try to identify strengths from players that I coach and identify their weaknesses. And this is my general advice, okay? I believe that, and I learned it from advice that I got at a young age, but I'll make, uh, I'll reference that in a little bit. So I believe when it comes to strengths and weaknesses, knowing where you start, right? Knowing where you're at is always a good thing because you can better choose a direction or understand what it's going to take for you to move forward and develop and grow. Okay. So when it comes to strengths, identifying strengths is good because you know what you can do. All right. But that also gives you a clue in a sense that if you're very good at one thing, there's probably something that you're very bad at. That's within the same space or industry or something along those lines. Right. And that's where delegation comes in. But that's a discussion for another day. When it comes to the weakness side of things, I see a positive side more than a negative side. Whereas I know like a lot of people choose to see the weaknesses as a negative thing. But the reason why I relate it to positivity is because it's a stepping stone towards um, knowing the next level or being at the next level because if you fix that you're already in the right direction right so i'll give an example um when i was probably around like the age of 17 i had committed myself to soccer i was two years deep i had been running a lot doing a lot of just fitness in general strength cardio everything right and so i remember a guy um he was a basketball player at my high school and i forgot his name now but he he asked me why do I always run? And I said, because I want to maintain my fitness. And so he said to me, you want to maintain your fitness? And I said, yes. And he said, well, are you fit? And I was like, no, that's why I'm working towards it. And he said, well, then you're not maintaining because there's a difference. You got to first be fit in order to be able to maintain your fitness. So until you consider yourself fit, you got to be pushing yourself more until that point and so it made sense to me in that time because I had been doing the same thing a lot of the times which was maintenance to me right and I mean it is maintenance if you're not stepping it up uh, a little bit higher pushing yourself a little bit more and so he saw that because I did I was very consistent at doing what I felt I needed to be doing and so he just saw a lot of repetition and there's power in repetition, but you also got to amp it up. So when he said that, I thought, huh, okay, so this guy is challenging me to level up, 
right? And so I started to push that one statement alone. I started to push myself so much more in every single exercise that I was doing. I was doing the same thing, but not the same way, right? And in that moment, my weakness was, or what I identified as my weakness was, Consistency in a sense, but more so being complacent with repetition, being okay with I'm doing just enough, right? But when I noticed that, I turned that into a strength by always wanting more and always pushing myself more. And I mean, I don't think he realized it at the time, but he was the best player at our school. And so very talented guy. And so when I watched him play, I was always in awe, like, oh my goodness, he can do this, he can do that, he's so strong, he's, you know, he's all the things the sport needs. And so I wanted to be that, but in soccer. And so I took that lesson and it helped me a lot and I just grew with it as years passed. I always pushed myself to the next level, right? But then it also gave me a clue to know that if I could take a weakness and turn it into a strength, right then i'm heading in the right direction as long as and this is the important part as long as i still maintain my strengths or make time to maintain my strengths the reason why i say as long as is because i remember um i was coaching a player and it was in college it was a college team i was the assistant coach at central baptist and one of my players freshman new guy came in and so I gave the speech about weaknesses, strengths, and how you can um, maneuver between the two and grow. And, you know, and I think he caught the detail of turn your weaknesses to strengths and you'll be better off. Right. So what I mean by that specific point is if you lack, let's say in soccer, I'll use a soccer example. If you lack the ability to have a accurate pass but you're very good at dribbling and everybody knows you're a great dribbler, skillful and all, but you lack the ability for an accurate pass. You're only, let's say 50%, right? At that point, if you add the accuracy of passing to your game and your repertoire or archive, you are now that much better. So just by fixing that one thing, you're already better than you were the day before or ever before, right? But you got to fix that one thing. So going back to this college player, so I tell him, hey, man, you like fitness. And I really think if you get fit, you know, and add that to your game, add, keyword, add that to your game, you will be so much better and we can use you more. You can benefit the team more. And yeah, that's my opinion. So just fix your fitness and then we'll take it from there. Once you fix your fitness, I'll identify what else you need to work on and we'll fix that too. This is development or the process of development. So, okay, a semester goes by, he gets fit. Next season rolls around and we're playing and he no longer uses his IQ on reading the game and playing the the right passes, which he always had, right? This is something he always had. Now he's relying more so on his fitness. So he's just running more, but not playing the same game. So he's trying to do too much because now that he's fit, right, he can do more. When he was unfit, it forced him to open up his IQ and his thought process so that he could avoid being caught out for the lack of fitness that he had, right? Which I'll I'll, I'll reference that back. So he doesn't get to play and 
the next game he's still on the bench and so I'm, I'm very honest with my players I'm just open you know because I believe in uh, I learn you learn I teach you teach in a sense and so I asked the players hey uh, do you guys have any criticism towards me so I go one by one and I ask each of them just to get their opinion of course some they don't want to speak out even though I believe they have opinions and then some speak out but they don't want to be disrespectful and then I open up the floor and I say look as much as this is a man's game, in my opinion, right? Like women play it too, but when it comes to soccer. So I'm like, as, as, as much as you may feel the way that you feel uh, towards me when you're playing, your energy is high. I want you to express that. Don't hide because you think I'll be offended. I, I'm giving you the platform to speak. So if you need to cuss me out, cuss me out, right? I'm not promoting, you know, bad language. I'm just saying express yourself to the max because... I can take it and I'm giving you the permission. So it's not disrespectful if you're honest. If anything, dishonesty is what's disrespectful at this point. And so, you know, it gets to this player and he says, I think you're just full of it. I'm like, okay, what makes you say that? He's like, you told me if I get fit, then you will play me. And I said, I don't think I said those exact words, but care to share what's going on? What are your thoughts? So he says, I liked fitness last year. Yes, but I was a good player and everybody could see that. Now I'm fit, but I'm still not getting game time. And I feel like you lied to me. Okay, so great moment to teach. So I said to him, okay, do you feel like you are the same player as last year? And he said, no. And I said, why is that? He said, because I'm fit. And I said, okay, so what has the fitness done for you at this moment? And he says, well, the fitness has allowed me to have more energy and so I can do more. And I said, okay, when you didn't have fitness, what did you rely on? You know, like my passing and IQ. And I said, do you feel like you still have your passing and IQ on lock compared to last year? And he said, honestly so, right? He said, no. And I said, okay, so here's the, here's the thing. Add, back to the keyword. If you have one and you add three, you should have four, right? Numbers don't lie. But if you have one and you add three, but you lose that one, you're at three. You've only developed two in value, right? You've only developed a number of two or an added addition of two. When you had the potential to grow by three and be at four. So now you're, you're, you're still growing, but you're still losing some, right? So simple math. Even simpler, right? You, add, you have one. I want you to add another one so you're at two. You agree. So you add one to your one, and then you lose the one that you had before. You're still at one. Have you grown? No. All you've done is replace. So you took a strength. Excuse me. Put that on silent. Really? Let's spell. So back to the topic, right? Um, so you took a strength and you lost it. You took a weakness and turned it into a strength. All you still have is just that strength, right? And so that's the issue that I had with him. And I expressed that. So I told him, I was like, look, what I want from you is to understand strengths and weaknesses. You need to still maintain life lesson, right? Maintain your strengths. While you are 
turning your weaknesses into strengths, and that's growth. But don't lose one to pick one up. That makes no sense. That keeps you where you're at. That doesn't develop you. That doesn't step you up. That doesn't help you level up or elevate. None of that, right? So that is a key factor when it comes to strengths and weaknesses and understanding, right? But seeing a weakness as a positive first and not a negative is also key because it influences how you engage with that weakness, right? So you may see a lot of failure, and this is in the process when you're strengthening your weaknesses or trying to or working on it. You may see a lot of failure in that process and get frustrated, right? And so in your strengths, when you're exercising those, you see a lot of success, and so you're positive and happy. And that's where I feel like when you are frustrated from working on weaknesses and trying to make those your strengths, go back to your strengths and enjoy those strengths for a while just to keep you balanced, right, in that sense. But I'll give you an example of um, how I went about it. I used to go to the field when I was in college. I used to go to Wednesday practices, I remember specifically, and I am a right foot dominant player, and I would only use my left foot because I knew it was my weakness, right? So on those days, I... Honestly, the first few practices, I performed terribly, terribly. And I remember my teammates just saying, you know, asking me questions like, hey, man, you're off today. Or, hey, man, what's wrong with you today? Are you, you're not the same. And, of course, those that always wanted to put me in my place or show out against me just enjoyed it, right? They laughed when I made mistakes, when I whiffed the ball at times, when my pass went out, when my first touch was off, they would just laugh and win the ball off of me and just say, come on, man, get better, you know? And I enjoyed the banter and the competition, right? That nature. And so in those moments, I remember getting very frustrated. And so at the end of practice, I would stay behind and I would just do whatever I want to do with my right foot just to enjoy that day because I didn't want to end the day with a negative um, feel or um, negative energy in general. I just didn't want that for myself. And so I would do something with my right foot. But now in terms of life, just general um, everyday living, you, you think of work. People at work are delegated to departments, right? The examples that I was making, it's almost like you learn Microsoft Excel. And then somebody introduces you to access. And then all of a sudden, you focus so much more on access that you lose your uh, knowledge on Excel completely. It's almost impossible to say completely. But just to make the point, you don't really entertain that side of it anymore. What you don't realize is the two softwares could complement each other. And therefore, maintaining what you've learned in Excel while you're learning access can benefit you, even though they're they could be similar in so many ways, but it could benefit you a lot. It's almost like a cameraman learning camera angles and everything for picture purposes. And then when they get into the video department, they don't care for the angles. They just care for whatever it may be, right? What would complement that videographer or photographer turned videographer would be maintaining the value and understanding of angles while they're transitioning into this new part of the same department and same... And that's what I'm talking about. If you're in a relationship, I'll use that as an example. You buy your girlfriend flowers or your significant other. You always take them out on a Friday. And then that's all you can afford. Let's say that. That's all you can afford. So date nights on Friday, four times a week, right? 
the rest of the time you just got to work. So that's the only time you can afford to, you know, um, prioritize your significant other. Then you're, you get a promotion. In most parts, you get a promotion, you got to work harder. But you're also making a little bit more money than before. And you can delegate some tasks a little bit better now. And so what should happen is instead of you now opening up maybe Saturday mornings or Sunday mornings or Sunday afternoons as an addition to Friday's, you know, date night, you say, well, I want to start doing this on Sundays and your significant other agrees, but now you stop doing the Friday thing, right? You start buying the more expensive gifts, but you start bringing the flowers, right? Those little things, they go a long way because you're picking up one and letting go of another. Whereas if you always maintain the flowers on Friday, regardless of whether it's date night or not, if you always maintain date night on Friday, even when you add the Sunday, what you have now done is given your relationship or significant other more time than before, instead of taking one and putting in the other, right? Strengths and weaknesses. Very basic uh, topic, almost a, a very common topic at that. A lot of people talk about it and um, you know, have opinions on it and so forth. But I just felt that it was very important for me to share my train of thought towards strengths and weaknesses and how I go about uh, countering uh, my weaknesses by turning them into strengths, but also maintaining my strengths and not letting go of them because I'm so focused on developing my weaknesses. Right? And that's why I said at the beginning, the most important thing in it is having a positive outlook towards the weaknesses that you um, identify or somebody may identify it for you, but never look at it in simply a negative way because that's just a loser's mindset. That's not a positive mindset. That's not a, a mindset that will lead you to success. If anything, it's almost working backwards because you're fighting yourself, beating yourself up, defeating yourself and not trying to be a winner. So it's hypocritical in a sense. But um, yeah, I just felt that I needed to share that. I hope you've learned something from this topic. And as always, I would appreciate a comment, a like, share, subscribe, all of that. But just let me know on the comments what is a maybe what is a weakness that you had that has now become a strength and then answer this question too do you think that the weakness that is now a strength is added to your previous strengths that you've maintained or honestly did you let go of a strength in order to pick up a weakness and now one of your strengths has become a weakness or compared to how it used to be you consider it a weakness now right so um i ask for that just because the honesty side of that is going to teach me um, a lot from you in terms of what I might not be aware of um, away from other uh, parts of my life where I've become weaker than I used to be instead of stronger or maintaining my strength. And as always, I'd like to learn from you as much as uh, I hope you learn from me. Uh, it's mentors, mentality. Uh, as always, Coach Sabza out. Damn, Floki, you crazy. Life time. Every night. Outside.